Blog Talk Radio. regular season fans and the playoffs and Super Bowl and this is usual my diehard football fans all around what is going on guys welcome to another edition of the Neek and Chuck Pro Football Talk Show and Chuck I am so excited and so hyped because football is back preseason the whole first week one of preseason games officially takes place to, uh, well actually there's a game that's going on right now that's the Texans and the Panthers but all the other teams will be playing on Thursday Friday and Saturday and then Sunday a couple games on Sunday to finish off this weekend and football's back man it is here and it's not going anywhere because when preseason ends the fourth get fourth week of preseason ends, uh, college football starts so man it's just it's just a fabulous, wonderful time right now. Not even worried about what's going on in the NBA. Don't even get, give a damn about that because we know the Warriors going to win again next year. Not too concerned or worried about baseball. My Oakland A's ain't doing nothing. Chuck, yo, uh, Cincinnati Reds ain't doing too much either. <laughs> so we ain't really worried about baseball right now. But only thing we can concerned about is football because that's what our show's about, the NFL. And Chuck, man, what's going on? You summed it up correctly, Nick. Football is back. It's a beautiful time of the year. Uh, and like you said, I'm just so excited. I don't know what that song. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's me right there. And uh, football is back, baby. And I know we're going to get into this later on the show. But you know what else is back? Or who else is back, Nick? My boy, J.M.F. and Cutter. Yeah, y'all can hate on Cutler all y'all want to. I love Jay Cutler from the heart. I was supposed to go to actually, uh, well, I wasn't supposed to go there. I looked at going at Vanderbilt, too, so me and him could have been classmates, but it wasn't meant to be. That's all right, because I still love Jay Cutler, and guess what? He's back for 10 12 11 $13 million, how much dumbass Dolphins paid him. But you know what? I'm glad Jay Cutler is back in the NFL. That's funny because that's the first thing I was going to start a show with. I was going to ask you, what's your take? Serious mind reader. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, what's your take? What's your opinion on Jay Cutler signing with the Dolphins? First of all, let me just say this, man. I know a lot of fans, and actually as crazy as Chuck, I don't know if you knew about this. I'm sure you probably saw it on um, on Google, whatever the news, that there was a rally for Colin Kaepernick in New York City. I think Spike Lee was in charge of this um, because right now, a lot of celebrities, a lot of people, just a lot of football fans in general are upset because Kaepernick is not getting any love. Um, nobody wants to sign him. Uh, it was funny because when I when I heard about the news of, you know, Tannehill, um, you know, had a partially torn ACL, um, it's not official yet. They haven't put him on IR, but he hasn't even um, went in for surgery yet or anything like that. I think he's holding off, still trying to get another opinion. But I was just thinking to myself, I said, they got to go get Kaepernick. But then I had to sit back and think about it. I said, well, their head coach is Adam Gase, which was Jay's Cutler's 
uh, offensive coordinator when he was in Chicago. And I was like, nah, Cutler's retired. I, I just can't see Cutler coming back. I think they're going to go Kaepernick route. But Colin Kaepernick, you know, check, I got to ask you this too. Actually, this little two-point, I mean, well, two-part question. So, I mean, what is going on with Kaepernick, man? I mean, like he's getting blackballed. And my opinion on this Jay Cutler, I don't know what Cutler's going to do. I mean, he's got a lot of talent. He's got Ron Landry. I mean, Jarvis Landry. Uh, down, I said Ron Landry, but Jarvis Landry. Devontae, yeah, I know steroids. Uh, Devontae Parker, Levante Carew. Uh, then you got uh, um, you got the little youngster, little Dave Maggett, um, Grant, Jakeem Grant down there as well. I mean, they have a lot of weapons. And then Julius Thomas at the tight end position. So they have a lot of weapons on offense. Cutler, he can put up some good numbers and get the job done. But, man, come on, man. I mean, my opinion of color is this. I've I've heard the news, the reports, you know, from former Bears teammates like Erlacher and some other Bears uh, teammates of color said, you know, he's selfish. You know, he doesn't really care about his team. It's all about color. It's all about color. Um, you know, his uh, the media circuit, you know, he loves media attention and, you know, he loves his money. I mean, that's why he came back to retirement. I mean, they're giving him $13 million, up to $13 million in the Senate. But, you know, I just, man, I, I don't know. I, mean, I just feel like, I, I feel like Kaepernick, okay, let's put it like this. Who's the better quarterback? I mean, you know what you're going to get with Cutler. You're going to get Cutler. He's going to sling the ball around. He's a gunslinger, but he always throws those uh, crucial picks, crucial interceptions, you know, late game when you're driving down the field. Up, oh, Cutler, throw, you know, the Dolphins about to go in for a touchdown. Up, oh, Cutler throws a pick, game over, you know. Kaepernick, you know, it's, man, it's hard to say about Kaepernick because I, I hate the throwing motion, but, you know, he's so elusive with the ball. He's a scrambler. He can play. Um, last year, that 49ers team wasn't that great. I mean, they really didn't have any uh, weapons around Kaepernick for him to actually, you know, be pretty decent. But we know when they when, when they went to the Super Bowl a few years ago, I mean, Kaepernick did this. He was pretty much the team MVP. So, Chuck, let me Who just ask you this. Well, Jim Harbaugh, you know, John Harbaugh. So, I mean, yeah, I know, I know. So, Chuck, let me ask you this, man. Do you think Color is the right fit over Kaepernick? And what's your take on Kaepernick, man? Do you think he's going to get a job this year? It's a lot to digest there. So, for my first bite, uh, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Of course, Kaepernick's being blackballed. You got to think, 31 out of 32 uh, NFL owners – are older white males. Uh, who's the guy in Jacksonville? Where is he from? I don't know. India. Khan. Uh, yeah, Khan. So he's the one non-Caucasian, older Caucasian guy. So what Kaepernick... Arthur Blank. What is Arthur Blank? <laughs> Arthur Blank is black. Get out of here. Yeah, Nick, I, I know you've been. I, I I know you've been asking about them um, medical marijuana places. You might went without me today. He's biracial. He's biracial. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> if you say so. Anyway, uh, hey, you messed me up with that. Lost me. Okay, so back to so we know what Kaepernick did last year. Everybody needs to know. Everybody knows what he did, and you either agree with it or you don't, or you don't care. Either way, and I'm that person that didn't care either way. But I did observe it, and, you know, I saw both sides of the argument. Something that they're right about, both sides have something that they're wrong about. Kaepernick is a big boy. He knew what he was doing when he did that protest last year. 
And he also had known, he just seemed like he's a smart guy. He should have known what the consequences were going to be. Now, I know people, we live in this world where people think the way the world should be, and then there's the way the world actually works. So the way the world should be is that Kaepernick should be able to get an NFL job because he's healthy, he's still relatively young, he took a team to the Super Bowl, functioning quarterback, uh, he's, what else is, and we, as y'all know, need backup quarterbacks can last a long time in the NFL. Just look at them Cowboys. So, in the way the world, we want the world to work, the way the world should work, is that he should get an opportunity. Because he checks all the boxes in terms of being able to get a job. But in the way the world actually works, that he put a lot of people off last year for what he did. Yeah, he, you know, he protested, he was making a stand, and he made a lot of people mad uh, for whatever reason. Just because he made those people mad, just because people got mad at what he did last year, didn't necessarily make those people, those people racist. Now, there are, a lot, were there are a lot of racist people that didn't like what he like what he did last year, of course. But every single person that dislikes what he did, no. Of course, they're not racist. That doesn't mean all these owners are racist. That doesn't mean that you know, I'm not saying that any of the owners are racist, but maybe they could. They could be. I don't know. That's my point. But the point is, is that he's being blackballed, taking a stand. He's a big boy. He he probably knows what the consequences are. Uh, he should, in a fair and equal world, he should get an opportunity to to a football team. It's the reality of the things. And that he took a protest. People think he disrespected the flag at, uh, last year. Whatever. That's your opinion. Um, and that pissed a lot of people off. So, yes, he got blackballed for that. And it uh, sucks, but unfortunately, that's the world we live in. So, you know, grow up and, and suck it up. He's not going to get an opportunity, no matter what happens. You know, I don't care if Tom Brady and Garoppolo go that well, um on Patriots owner already said that he would never put Kaepernick on his team anyway, I guess. So or maybe he was talking about Joe Mixon. I don't know. It's you know, people get in their feelings too much, it's hard for me to keep track. But anyway, Colin Kaepernick, you had a pretty good career. Uh, you know what, I give you mad respect for what you what you tried to do last year. Uh, you know, people say he should have gone a different way. Just shut up. Like, I think Lewis said, hey, Lewis, shut up. You was a great player. Uh, you trying to do this post-career thing. Just just shut up. Because you can't, in my opinion, you can't complain about the way somebody goes about trying to elicit change if you didn't do it first. Like, if, if, if Ray Lewis is out there uh, protesting or trying to make change positive for the entire, for the entire community, then okay, he could be like, you know, for example, like Jim like Jim Brown could criticize Colin Kaepernick because he was fighting for people's civil rights back when you could actually get killed. Well, you get killed now for it. But back when you could get killed for it and it really wouldn't be, you know, you know, the government, you know, really put up a, a big stink about you getting killed. But so Jim Brown has the right to criticize Colin Kaepernick, and he didn't. He said, if I remember correctly, he said he loved he was what the young man was doing. I don't even think he said uh, I would have went by the wrong way. He could have, you know, I would have went about it a different way. I don't think he said that. He just said I remember what, what he said. He liked what the guy was doing, 
Uh, he applied what he's doing. And Ray Lewis, just shut up, dude. Because yeah, you agree with what he's doing. You just agreed. You just didn't agree with the way he was doing it. Get out of here with that. And all those other people that had that said that nonsense. Um, but back to my point, going off on the tangent, going off on the left. Let's get back to the right. Is that Kaepernick's black ball? He's never gonna play another NFL game again. Yes, that's unfair. On to my boy Jay Cutler. Uh, Jay Cutler. It's just as simple as Adam Gates has a history with it. How many times in the NFL have we seen players, old veteran players, or players that's out old and, and you don't think they can play anymore or they suck, and coaches they used to play for bring them in? Uh, so that's just familiar. So Adam Gates is just familiar with Jay Cutler. He doesn't know about Kaepernick. Why would you bring – if Adam Gates is familiar and coach Jay Cutler and know what Jay Cutler is capable of, why wouldn't he bring him in? Why wouldn't he bring him in? Like, that's my question. I don't understand like, why people were getting a hissy fit over it. Like, oh, they should have brought in Colin Kaepernick. No, he shouldn't. He ain't never coached coach Colin Kaepernick. So why would he bring him in? It'd be brand new for both of them. Jay Cutler's available. Let's ask Jay Cutler. They paid him a ridiculous amount of money uh, because they don't have a, a solid backup on the roster. And we all know who fought that is, the Dolphins GM. And we constantly harp on him. You know, uh, Tan Bomb, he used to be the GM for the New York Jets. So those N-E-T-A, Jets, Jets, Jets fans. I know I misspelled Jets, but anyway. Those Jets fans know what I'm talking about. <laughs> know what we talk about. When we talk about that Tan Bomb, that Tan Bomb don't really know what he's doing. He makes good moves. He makes good, solid moves. And then he screws them up. So he takes a step forward, just takes two steps back. And he constantly ha- has done that. And this is another situation where he didn't prepare to have a, a solid backup quarterback in case something happened to Tennessee. So now they have to go out and pay Jay Cutler $13 million for one year. And we all know he's going to stick up the building. But you know what? That's cool. He go ahead and stick up Miami Dolphins Dolphin fan. And I love seeing Jay Cutler play. So I'm going to enjoy the ride. It's going to be a tough trip for the Miami Dolphins fans. But you know what? That's what happens when your GM is a tenor bomb. He didn't prepare the team. He didn't get a solid backup on the roster. So now they have to go out, get a veteran, go get Dick Cutler, pay him all this money for one year. And then on top of that, I think I remember reading that uh, Tannehill had uh, his next year, the next year on his contract, 2018, is the option year. So technically, this could be the last. Tannehill could have taken the last snap, his last snap as a Miami Dolphin, technically. But they're probably going to bring him back. But all they, they got all this money tied up in a quarterback position. And – it's just going to be a tough thing for him, man. So, Miami Dolphin fans, hold on to your butts. <laughs> Reverend Mr. C has just left the pulpit. Good job, Reverend. Amen to you, brother. I ain't no Reverend. <laughs> Building burned down. Trying to burn out. <laughs> All right, man. Anyway, man. All right, man. Good points, man. Good points. on. Good points. Proud of you. All right. Buffalo Bills. They made an interesting signing. And it's funny because um old man Bowden, who I like to call him Anquan Bowden, uh Bill signed him to a one year deal. And it's funny because I just uh watched what he said earlier and he said I came to Buffalo to win me a championship. Hmm. <laughs> so basically, nonsense. <laughs> basically, man, old man Bowden must be on that medical marijuana. <laughs> Cause I know he's been in the league for a long time, but man, that that saying right there, God. yeah, man, I, I, you know, I'm not trying to wish CTE on nobody, but damn, oh man, apparently he already got it. Yeah. Don't Buffalo play in the same division as New England Patriots? 
Yeah, I Maybe think he thought he signed with the Patriots. Maybe that's it. But you know what it is, man. We all know the truth. The reason why Bowden signed with the Bills because it's for the money. And then on top of that, nobody else wanted him. <laughs> but it's just shocking to me because no, seriously, seriously, man, real talk. But Bowden can ball. I mean, last year, he seven uh, catches, eight touchdowns. I mean, eight touchdowns at his old age, man. I think he's what thirty, thirty-six. All right. I mean, Bowden still can get the, get the job done. I mean, the Bills, when you look at their depth chart, receiving depth chart, you got Sammy Watkins. Uh, we'll see if he can play uh, full 16 games. I doubt it. hate to say it, but it's true. Uh, Andre Holmes, former Raider, um, he's got a good chance to be the number two receiver because there's not really too much talent at this receiving position. I know they got Rod Street, another former Raider. Um, and Zay Jones, hey, that's my boy right there, 158 catches last season. East Carolina. I know that was on the uh, college football level, but man, I love Zay. Man, Zay's got great hands, good route runner. Hopefully, man, he can ball out in this offense. But the problem is, you got tight route playground Taylor, who loves to run around back there and plays with his feet. So hopefully, Tyrod can air the ball down the field. So we'll see about that. Interesting news from this Bills organization. I've seen today that the Bills uh, linebacker, who they drafted a couple years ago, Reggie Ragland, is running with the third-team defense, which is kind of a shocker because coming out of Alabama, he's a very talented linebacker, but this is Sean McDermott's defense. I mean, I know uh, your boy uh, Rex Ryan drafted him a couple years ago and was big on the kid, um, but, you know, he's been – I hate to say his career hasn't taken off yet because he's been injured. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sad, man. I mean, you know, there there's been reports, little whispers that – I go ahead and trade him, which is crazy. I mean, he's only what twenty-two years old. I mean, come on, he doesn't really scratch him time. Give him time. He's back to being fully healthy. I know he's struggling a little bit in camp because, like I said, he's coming off that injury. So let let him let him let him get healthy and let him work the way up. So I mean, hopefully Reggie, man, I hope you have a good career, man, because very talented play. Also, Atlanta Falcons signed Devontae Freeman to a six-year extension, forty-one million dollar contract. Um, the averages include $8.25 million a year if you count only the five years. And he also received $22 million guaranteed. Woo-wee. Man, that's a lot of money for a running back. And it's funny because when you get the running back market, it's been pretty down the last few years. Running backs, I remember back in the day, running backs used to get paid some big money. But nowadays, running backs, dime a dozen. Them big boy contracts pretty much over. But there's actually hope. For all these other young backs out there who's looking like, damn, Devontae Freeman got that much money? What? He's getting eight and a half million a year? Oh, shit, man. Let me ball out this year. Let me get some of that money. Hey, Devontae, man, I'm proud of you. Got your paper. You did come out this offseason kind of frustrated, angry, talking about you deserve to get paid. Hey, you know, they came through for you. Dan Quinn and Arthur Jones, you know, the owner, came through for you. Man. So, hey, I'm proud of you. And for, who was it, Arthur Blank? Yeah, I said Arthur Jones. Look at me messing up tonight. But yeah, Arthur Call Blank, man. Black. <laughs> He's biracial, man. What's the what is biracial? I don't know, man. I mean, his his, his, his you know his skin tone is like ours, man. He's brown skin. He rich. Skin is kind of all day. What you talking about? All right, man. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's give the fans a quick update. Preseason game going on right now. 
Uh, I checked the score in the last 10 minutes. First time I looked, the score was 24-17, which really doesn't matter because the key players to watch in this first preseason game for the Panthers and Texans is Deshaun Watson, the quarterback for the Texans. Actually, uh, your boy Phil Savage, uh, no, Tom Savage came out on the first couple drives, and actually third drive, he actually got it together. looked pretty decent out there. But boy, Watson came in, uh, did his stats, 14 of 22 for 173, and three carries for 24 yards and a touchdown, a scrambling touchdown, because we already know he's good with his legs. We'll be scrambling a lot in the NFL. It's the first preseason game. Don't even buy into the stats. Like, it don't matter. One iota because both teams is playing what they call vanilla. Vanilla offense, vanilla defense, and that's just a base package. I mean, there's no game game plan for this game. Uh, it's going to be totally different than the, pre, uh, than the regular season. All you coaches want to see in this game, first of all, they want everybody to get out healthy. And then all they want to see in this game is people compete. Just go out there and compete and that you can read. And maybe for quarterback, you know, you can get your initial read and – and it progressed through the, uh, you know, progressed through the call receivers and your progressions and all that other stuff. Uh, stats, all that other stuff, don't matter. One licky licky. Licky dicky. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But, Chuck, let me get your opinion on this, man. Um, what's your take on these two teams heading into this upcoming season? We are in the Panthers. Uh, the quarterback position, Cam Newton, actually had shoulder surgery. So we're going to have to see how he bounced back. Um, that he will be, you know, he's not playing tonight, but she'll be playing within the next couple of weeks. Uh, we know they're running back. They, you know, got the boy. Supposed to be the great white hope. Uh, McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey. Um, like I said, don't worry about stats tonight. But so far tonight, he's got 4.5 yards carry, seven carries, seven, I mean, 33 yards. And then offensively, uh, we already got rid of Michael Orr. <laughs> he's supposed to be the blindside king, but he got that. So, um, you know, he's gone. Yeah, he got blindsided. by getting off. <laughs> and then on the defensive side of the ball, we already know the front seven is strong. Secondary, you know, a couple of the young corners that they drafted last year. Um, you know, let's see if they can continue to develop in that secondary as well. And even look at the uh, Texans, man. I mean, the big question is quarterback. I mean, who's going to be the starting quarterback? Is it going to be Savage or is it going to be Watson? I mean, I think it's going to end up being Watson, but we'll see. Um, they got three great running backs. I mean, Alpha Blue look good tonight. Your boy, the rookie, um, Deontor uh, Freeman, uh, Dante for, for, well, no, Foreman, Foreman, Foreman. Foreman actually looked pretty good tonight as well. And, you know, uh, they got your boy Lamar Miller coming back. Receiving core, man, uh, your boy um, uh, Hopkins still there. But they did take a big hit with the other young wide receiver who got hurt last week. He is out for the year breaking his collarbone. Braxton Miller's coming back and strong. He's still there. I was talking about Will Fuller with that injury. And then on that defense side, we know Vince Wolfork retired. But, I mean, come on, man. Vince Wolfork was getting up there in age. <laughs> we don't even look at him. Still, but, but he still did the whole, like, in a toilet after a buffet. He, he still did his job. He was hard to move, and that was the job of a 3-4 North tackle is to stuff the run. Yep, and he retired. And, yeah, big up to Vince Wolfram for having a great NFL career. So, Chuck, let me get your quick opinion. We know we got about five minutes left on the show. What's your take on these two teams, man? Where do you see them going this year? Real quick, I see. I don't see neither of them going anywhere. I mean, I think the Panthers probably may, may probably make the playoffs. But in terms of the Houston Texans, they got a lot of talent. We already know that defense, um, that front seven defense, 
Um, you know, they have some they have some talent there. You know, Jonathan Joseph's in the secondary. So that defense is very talented. But that offensive side of the ball, they also they also very talented everywhere except for at quarterback. And yes, they did draft the national championship quarterback Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, so yeah, he's there, but he's a rookie. And they oh, what about Dak Prescott? No, everybody ain't gonna be Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott come out there rookie year balling out of control like that, especially when they ain't got an offensive line like the Dallas Cowboys had last year. But you know what? Deshaun Watson, he may surprise us. I think he'll go out there and, um, you know, if he's just started, he'll have a pretty good season. But we don't know that for sure. So I ain't going to count on that. And it's going to take some time for him to learn to learn the offense. And the best thing, if he comes out starting day one, the best thing for him, the best thing offensive coordinator can do for him is just to run that damn ball. Like you said, Nick, they have a nice little committee of running backs back, back there. And they just need to run, pound the ball, and basically do like the Cowboys did with Dak Prescott last year and set him up for success. And, you know, they have some success. But the AFC South, uh, it, it's going to be competitive. I mean, you got those Tennessee Titans. We looking for them to make the playoffs. Indianapolis Colts, I know you've been hating on them neat past, you know, past couple years. Yes, the offense needs some patchwork. They they tried to address in the offseason, but if anybody can play with a boo-boo offensive line, it's Andrew Luck. And I believe in Luck as long as he's healthy. Um, so uh yeah, so so I see, you know, the Houston Texans not not doing not going very far. And then the Carolina Panthers, like I said, they still have talent, you know, they're a couple couple years removed from going to the Super Bowl. Uh, but last year was a huge disappointment for them. And no, all, it wasn't all because they lost Josh Norman. Uh, yes, a corner is very, very important. And in, in on your defense, having a good corner is very important. But just losing that good corner doesn't make it shouldn't make your offense stink, stink it up uh, as, as your defense. So Panthers, they got a lot, lot to work on. Uh, Cam Newton, he's a big dude. I'm sure he's going to come back healthy. He's going to be the old camp, uh, but I I don't expect I expect them to do a little bit better than they did last year, but I don't expect them to do like they did years ago. So I don't see either of these teams going very far. All right, and last question for you, man. The Jets just lost their best playmaker, man. He's out for the year. My it boy. don't matter. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. My boy Quincy, man, out for the year with that neck injury. So when I look at the Jets that chart. We got Robbie Anderson. Who the hell is Robbie? Robbie actually had a decent receipt last year. We got our Darius Stewart from Alabama, supposed to be a big time playmaker. Sharon Peak, Chad Hansen, Marquise Wilson. Who? So to me, it sounds like no, they sound like a Direction Five, One Direction Five band. So it's like a little rock band, man. So we got Robbie Anderson, uh, Stewart, Sharon Peak, Chad Hansen, and Marquise Wilson. And Lucky Whitehead, oh Lucky, <laughs> he's gonna be that kick return. But actually, Lucky could actually move up to the number two receiver on the Jets depth chart because it's pretty bad. But steady, yeah, it's pretty bad, man. So Chuck, let me just ask you this, man: Do you think the Jets have a good shot? Come on, man. Come on. No, 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 no. Y'all know what I'm about to say, man. Calm down. Calm down. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. We got, we only got a minute and a half, so. Do you think these Jets have a good shot at going on 16 this year? 
you got to do something with that one. No, uh, nah, they ain't going to go on 16. I mean, they, you know, the Browns doing the Browns try try their hardest to go on 16. They still was the only one. That is only going to be reserved for them Detroit Lions. New York, no, they're not going on 16. All right, man. Not even with the McCown boys. No, I'm not even with Christian Hackenberg. And it's funny because real quick, man, I know we run out of time, but it's funny. I just seen a report about Hackenberg is struggling getting in and out of the huddle. They're saying he's having a hard time getting in and out of the huddle. <laughs> when I saw that, I said, damn, it only has to be the Jets. Why can't they be a hard knock, man? I would love to see that. <laughs> well, I'm talking about this year. I would love to see that instant, man, where this dude sitting on there, man, don't even know how to get in and out of the huddle. Oh, man, it's going to be funny time. New York City with the jet, 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 jet. Hey, I think the Jets got a good shot going on 16, like you said. Ah, it's reserved for the Detroit Lions, but hey, it'll be reserved for the 2016, actually 2017 New York Jet, jet, nope, jet, jet. not going to happen. <laughs> All right, fans. We will see you guys next week, same time. Same back channel.